0: Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Alana, Kyle, and Tira, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. Welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We'll start off with a review today before we dive into our very exciting orgasm Q&A where we're answering all of your guys' questions. That we've missed in our previous episodes. Um, So the review is uh, titled Amazing Podcast. They gave us five stars and she said, my husband and I started listening to this podcast about a year into our marriage. This podcast has totally transformed our intimate life. This podcast has given my husband and I a new view on intimacy within marriage and has given us the inspiration to have fun with it. It really reaffirms that intimacy within marriage is celebrated and encouraged. I would 100% recommend this podcast from Madison. Thanks, Madison. Thanks, Madison. That's That's like, if I read that on, like, I could cry if I read it again and (laughs) again because it's very, it's just so very sweet. Totally transformed our intimate life. It's like, what? Holy. Today's verse is... Yes, thank you. Uh, sorry, Pro... I'm just like mulling over that. <laughs> Do you want to go for it? Do you want to say I it? I was just going to let you
1: sit in it. I was just going to let you sit in that. Oh. You just bask in that review. Oh.
2: Uh,
1: today's verse is Proverbs two six. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. So good. Okay, so let's dive into this. I want to also say, I was like, I'm overwhelmed because God is just so good. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't want to be like, oh, Alana, you know, I don't want to feel like puff my own head. I don't want to, I like, it's just so, so good. Like, I just think it's so amazing that somehow in these somehow words that we're saying where it feels like just talking into a microphone sometimes, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. like you know it's good, but at the same time, it's like when people are saying totally transform their intimate life, you're like, wow, like, yeah, you right. know, there's so much more at work than you think. Which is
2: amazing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Sorry, but let's get into this. Okay. Um, We had asked in the bottom of our survey at the end if there was any orgasm-related questions that people had. And so we'll get into the ones the husband and the wives had shared, uh, but I also asked our patrons if they had any other questions because we wanted to make sure we get their questions um, answered if they had certain questions about this. Um, So let's dive into, I guess I could read the first one. Um, a patron asked uh, he had said, "My wife is the unicorn. She finishes 99.9 percent of the time. <laughs> and in some of those times, when quickies before me, I love this about her and me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I am just someone who lasts long. How can I quicken so that quicken that so that quickies are more enjoyable? Because when I'm right there and she's done, I can't finish due to whatever we have going on and that made it a quickie. So mm-hmm. a watching toddler or going somewhere or whatever and I'm left like a sad panda.
1: <laughs> Sorry for the visual of the sad panda. I love that. That is great. This is interesting because usually we get the opposite. It's like, how yeah, can I yeah. last longer? And this mm-hmm. guy's like, how can I finish faster?
2: Yeah. What? I had to look it up because that's not a question we get asked very yeah. often. No. Yeah. Not at all. Okay. So I found one article that mentions doing Kegels. Now this whole time I was under the impression that only women do Kegels. I mean, I knew that men had pelvic floor and you know, they can have issues with that, but you can actually do Kegels and it's supposed to help. Um, it can help you um, get there faster because you have more control over the muscles. So if you were curious. Because do- your
1: pelvic floor is jacked after Kegel.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for those of you who are curious on how to do a Kegel exercise, okay, I'm going to tell you two things. <clears throat> First one is to squeeze the muscles in your anus like you are holding a bowel movement. Okay. So that's, I know you're all trying to do it right now. <laughs> okay. This one you may need this to is wait until you're in a private right? area. This is, this is just this for guys. Yeah. Yeah women are are different. Okay. So don't poop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. <Step and> one.
2: <laughs> how do you know if you're doing it correctly? So you can check you're using the right muscles by placing your fingertips on the skin behind the scrotum. So if you're using the right muscles, you'll feel the muscles lift away from your fingers each time you tighten the muscles. So, um, uh, now where was it? There was a a suggestion on the amount that you should do okay so when you've identified those muscles contract them for five to ten seconds release for five seconds then contract again do this eight to ten times in a row so this is one complete set for best results perform three to four sets per day so that, that was kind of interesting you learned something new so wait um, so
0: all the men who want to last longer does that mean they
2: shouldn't do this honestly i think it would help with both I think yeah, Ooh, I agree. Huh. Okay, cool. Because it's just it's just learning to control those muscles, and you're actually like consciously thinking of them too, and feeling how they work and everything. So,
1: I just had a really funny visual. Like you see this guy in the gym, just like okay. sitting on the bench. You know, <laughs> Wonder what he's working out.
2: <laughs> I'm doing the Kegels. <laughs> I love it. Working don't poop don't, poop. don't poop. Don't poop. Don't <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, poop. One interesting thing too that like in the way this patron mentioned it, like just that he was like right there and then she's done and then he can't finish for whatever's going on. I, it almost sounds like it's a little bit of a mental block, right? Like Mm, you're trying, mm -hmm. you know that you're trying to do this fast, you're trying to get it done. Then she finishes. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Oh shoot, I'm not there. You know? And it just gets built up in your head. So try your best to like take in the moment, be mindful of what's going on. What are you feeling? Like try to really engage in the moment, uh, maybe have your white wife touch other parts of you that you find pleasurable, you know, other erogenous zones at the same time. Um, maybe try a different position, uh, or, you know, stimulate all of the different senses because that can also help bring you back into the moment. So, um, what are they touch here? Smell taste, taste. I don't know. However, you can creatively do that quickly. <laughs> um, oh, insight. Yes. Oh, it's like we're missing one. I'm like counting on my fingers, trying. To Kyle opened his eyes wider. <laughs> oh yeah, same. um So yeah, if there's anything different, like like change it up, um, and see see if that helps. That is the advice we have for you for that one.
1: Sweet. Next question also came from a patron. <laughs> Says, does edging make the orgasm more intense for both men and women? I know for me, the intensity of the orgasm is about the same no matter what. I'm curious if it's the same for women. So if you listened to our last episode, when I talked about, um, orgasms and how the more delayed the orgasm is, the more intense it is usually. Uh, so edging would fall into this category of trying to prolong the actual orgasm for as long as possible or just prolong it at all. Um, so yes, the research would say that this is a thing. Obviously there's going to be a ton of variability amongst individuals like this individual who says he doesn't feel like it's more intense. Um, but yeah, science says yes, but not everybody follows the Mm -hmm. science. Um, Okay, so then we got a bunch of questions and we split the rest of these into husbands and wives. So we'll go with the wives first. The first one from the wives says, how do you get more confident to ask for what you want and your assertiveness not come across as selfish or manipulative, but sexy and desirable? This to me sounds like someone who is putting this assumption on their spouse and has never actually done this. Hmm. because. I think that your husband would find this sexy and desirable regardless. Like, I, I don't think many men are going to be like, oh, my wife's asking to do this thing. How selfish of her. It's like, oh, right. no, yeah, let's, let's do that. That sounds fun. So, like I've said many times on this podcast, husbands get lots of pleasure from seeing their wives be pleasured. And if you want something that you think is going to give you pleasure and you're asking your husband to do that for you, I'm sure he's going to like that. Yeah. So yeah. I would say like literally just go for it. Yep. Do it. And if it if it does come across as selfish or manipulative, then you guys need to have a conversation there, but I can almost bet you that he's going to find it sexy.
2: Yep. And I think even just the fact that you're asking about it shows it where your heart is, like you're you're wanting to come across. And so your heart is in the right place. You're not you're not being selfish. You're just wanting to do something new or more. Like it's
1: Yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. And it shows that you're thinking about sex outside of sex, which that in and of itself is pretty sexy.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: But I think in the beginning part is like how do you get more confident?
2: practice
0: (laughs) right so like let's say she's like yeah like because it's about orgasms right so like she knows what she wants like she knows what it takes maybe to get her there or i don't know but like how does she relay that
1: see it sounds to me like she doesn't have the confidence because she doesn't want to come across as selfish Mm -hmm. and my response to Mm -hmm. that would be asking for something to achieve an orgasm is not selfish Mm -hmm teaching your husband what you want is not selfish. Yeah. That is like life-giving to your marriage yeah. and to your sex life. I would not classify that as selfish. Mm-hmm. So it it almost is like she needs permission to do this more than she needs confidence. Yeah. And I would say you have full permission from, from us, not that we're any authority <laughs> in your life, but there is permission to go and do this. Right. And it, yeah, just, just, just do it. Go Nike style. <laughs>
2: And you can always use us as the intro to it. You know, oh, it's listening to KS. Yes. He started talking about this. Made me get, made me think about what we could be doing differently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Why is it so hard or almost impossible to get them, meaning orgasms, via intercourse? So this one, you know, women, every body is different. Every situation is different. It's, it's all about learning, learning what's going on with your body. Uh, I feel like this is just like a whole episode in itself, uh, different, I mean, via intercourse, right? So it all depends. You can have your, you know, the, the tip of your clitoris could be further away from, uh, your vagina. And so, when you have intercourse, it's not actually rubbing on the right spot. So does Mm. that mean you can't orgasm through intercourse? No, it just means that you're going to have to do things a little bit differently. Maybe it's switching up a position so that, um, your clitoris is being rubbed in the right way at the same time. You know, maybe it's, uh, we talked about uh, multiple orgasms in the last episode and how, you know, at the beginning it's, you can, it's, it's easier to orgasm with intercourse on the second orgasm. So if you do like a manual stimulation or oral stimulation uh, for the first orgasm and then try to do intercourse, you might get one that way. Um, Yeah. Basically like our anatomies are all different and Mm -hmm. just work with what you have and keep experimenting. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest too, like, there could be some people out there who it's, it just hasn't, hasn't worked, but if you are experiencing pleasure, that is good with your partner. Like, Mm -hmm. although orgasm, yes, is awesome. And you're going to want to try for that. It isn't necessarily always the gold standard, you know, being together with your spouse, experiencing any type of pleasure is still good. And, Mm um, yeah, I think. What do you guys think? Anything to add to that? No, I think
0: that was great.
1: Nailed it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: All right. Next one is, can some women only orgasm when using vibrators? I feel like I'm one of these women because nothing else works. I can't seem to get past a certain level of arousal without using a vibrator. But my husband and I really want to figure out how to satisfy me without one. Mm. So... Yes, I'm sure there are some women who can only orgasm with vibrators. To answer the first part of the question, I'm sure (laughs) yes, that's a thing. Um, But my, my thoughts to this question would be try just eliminating the vibrator and being really intentional about like my husband and I really want to figure out how to satisfy me without one. Okay. (laughs) So do that. Like, I feel like if you have the vibrator around and it's not working with you and your husband, it will be like, okay, we'll just pull out the vibrator and like do it that way. Right? Like if you have it as a crutch, it's going to be there and you're going to want to use it. Um, So yeah, I'd say if you just nix the vibrator and, you know, listen to some of our other episodes, like even our other orgasm one, where we talked about some things that can help Um, and just experimenting and learning and trying and adjusting and trying a different position and trying a different technique, trying, you know, different rubbing, different thrusting, whatever it is, like just try different things and
2: try and do that. The other thing too, maybe to add is that if it feels, um, too overwhelming to just cold turkey it you know, slowly try doing less and less and less and less instead of mm-hmm. like, if, if it just seems like, Oh, I could never do that, you know, right. go train your brain, you know, and make Clean it, make yourself it, yeah. And make it okay that you're going to be doing less. And it sounds like you and your husband are both on the same page. Like you're both wanting to figure it mm-hmm. out. So you, you, you've got a good start.
0: Yeah. Okay, next question was, how to be honest with my husband when I don't have one? And so one being an orgasm. Just be honest? I don't know. Like, just say that you didn't have one. It's like, if he's asking you. See, to me, though, (laughs) to me, I feel like this is something. Like, are people asking these questions afterwards or during sex? Is it like afterwards when he's finished, it's like, oh, that was great. Did you have one? Right? Like, is it, like, the end of the, the conversation or is it, like – Because, like, to me, this is something you should be talking about during sex.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah. So I think maybe getting into the routine, like, just starting to add that to be part of your guys' sexual experience where you're actually, like, you're knowing this about your, each other during sex like intercourse so you know like and your husband will know before everything's done and you're like "That was great (laughs) wasn't it great for you after
1: yeah because after it's like did you have one it's like no it's like you don't want to restart at that point yeah Yeah. right you're probably not in that mood anymore yeah yeah Yeah. so those are my thoughts
2: yeah Uh, okay the next one what is a normal time frame I sometimes get insecure if it's taking too long, like he's having a bad time or is getting annoyed. Or what is a common time frame? Um, so I like what Emily Nagoski, she's author of um, "Come as You Are." She says, you know, you're all normal there. <laughs> um, she talks about how she doesn't like to put stats in because. It just makes you compare to other people. Every single body is different. Every time frame is different. Every like there's no point in saying what the average is because we're not average. It's everybody is individual and everybody is different. So I would say whatever your normal time frame is that you do, that is normal. It's Mm. okay. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's that little hint of there that sometimes you get insecure if it's taking too long. Um, like he's having a bad time or is getting annoyed. I know we, we actually get asked that quite a bit or to talk about it. It's, it's usually us women just getting in our heads about it. It, it, the guys aren't thinking that. And if you are feeling a lot like that, then start talking about it. Ask him yeah. about it. And, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, again, no normal time frame. whatever your normal is, that is normal.
1: And if your husband is getting annoyed, like that's on him. You you can't yep. wear that. Yeah. No husband should be getting annoyed because it takes their wife too long. Like you should enjoy making your wife orgasm, not being like, uh, can we get this show on the road here? Can mm-hmm. you hurry up? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Also, I feel like let your husband in on the fact that maybe you are feeling insecure about this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. To to let him know. So it's like, hey, when it's taking me a long time. I just feel really weird about it. I don't want like, I'm really aware of you and the time. And so can you just reassure me in the moment and just like, tell me that, no, this is great. Like, I I love this. Like, you know, it doesn't matter how long it takes, you know, whatever it is that is going to be reassuring for you, let him know what he can say to help you,
1: um, feel less insecure about it. Yeah. Yeah, That's a really great point, Alana. Yeah. Um, Next question. How do you overcome sexual trauma to achieve orgasm consistently?
2: Mm.
1: None of us are professionals in, in any area, but specifically (laughs) trauma. (laughs) Um, So this is a, this is a counseling thing.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, We will link our sponsor, Faithful Counseling, in the show notes below. They're great. They're affordable. They're Christian. They are professionals. This is like way beyond mm. our ability to give advice,
2: yeah. Uh, okay. The next one What are the times of my cycle that are best for orgasms? So, we covered this actually in our last episode. I go into why which times are better in the cycle, but to sum it up, the couple days leading up to ovulation is the best time, your body's prepped for it, and it'll feel the best. Easy answer, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. nice can you orgasm from oral yes you can um, mm-hmm. because all the same areas are going to be stimulated and you can get there so I believe this question yeah this is a live section so this is from a woman mm-hmm. um, so buy your husband a present it's called she comes first it's a book it's actually going to be a present for you that you're going to buy him
2: win win uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, but it's a book written all about, uh, pleasuring a woman orally and it is fantastic. He goes very in depth. He's very thorough. He's very respectful. There's no, it's not crude or anything like that. Um, it is secular, but we still highly recommend it and it is absolutely an A plus recommendation
0: and i'll link our I mean, yeah, yeah. Our, i'll mm-hmm. link that one and i'll also link our um kind of lingus episode in the show notes if you haven't yes, listened to yes. that yes. one um good call go listen to that guy too that one's good all right the next one how common is squirting i actually don't know i don't know how common that is um so we're going to talk about that in a future episode <laughs> where we will dedicate an entire episode to this um We do Q&As with our patrons once a month. We actually chatted about it a bit there, um, which was a good conversation. Um, So, yeah. So we'll do that a future episode on this guy where we can go really more in-depth and talk about it with more time.
2: Yeah. Okay, last wife question. Why do some orgasms feel better than others? So I guess – I'm there could be ways that that question is taken like why do sometimes my orgasms feel better than others or why do different types of orgasms feel better Mm. than others? I think probably the first one is maybe what Mm -hmm. she's Um, Honestly, my, my training answer would be it depends what time of the month you're on (laughs) because (laughs) again, you're, Everything is positioned differently at different times of the month. And so, you know, if you are leading up to ovulation, everything's open, high, soft, wet, everything is ideal situation for having an orgasm. And it'll feel awesome because you have even extra hormones. Uh, your testosterone is running high at that point. You, you, It's just ideal to feel good in those moments. Whereas when you're later in your cycle and you go for the same thing, the, the exact same thing could be done. And you're like, "Eh, yeah, yeah, wasn't there, you know, again, Mm -hmm. your, your hormone levels are at different, at a different, uh, different hormones are at higher points and your cervix is at a different point. Like it all just leads to not as enjoyable physically Mm. and hormonally. So therefore like mentally, that's the best explanation I have.
1: Sweet. And we got a few husband questions. So, first one was Do guys have a proportional enjoyment level with the size of load that is ejaculated? No. <laughs> there is no scientific evidence to back this up. If mm-hmm. anything, the load size is more correlated with time between ejaculations. Mm, right. Okay.
0: That makes sense. Uh,
1: next. Yeah. Next guy question. Are there ways to build stamina in order to reach orgasm at a longer pace? Was this the same person that, from Patreon that asked to... Oh, wait. Longer. No, longer. Oh, sorry. No, no that's the opposite. Yeah, Not yeah, shorter. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is basically how to last longer. Um, every week, well, almost every week, I do a Q&A on Instagram for the guys on Tuesdays, and this comes up every single week. And every really? single week... my Oh, every single week this comes up, at least once. And yeah, so if you've watched one before, you know what my answer is, go read The Penis Book. (laughs) It is a book written by one of the top urologists in the U.S., and he talks all about the male anatomy, how it works, what to do when it doesn't work, and this is one of the things that he focuses on. So, excuse me, he's got some great recommendations in there. So, go buy the book, go Mm. read it, we'll link it in the show notes. Perfect. Mm. Um, next question. How do I help my partner not feel, sorry, I have to cough. Can one of you guys read this?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'll read this one because I kind of already answered it. But, um, how do I help my partner not feel insecure when it's taking her a while to finish? And so, I mean, I kind of already, I think touched on this guy, right?
2: Yeah.
1: How funny would it be if it was that lady's wife or husband? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, She's like, I feel so bad. I feel so bad. He's like, how do I make her not feel oh, that way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. But yeah, just be reassuring. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, next question. Does it, orgasm, change or weaken after a vasectomy? This is actually also really common. This has come up in our Facebook group mm-hmm. quite a couple, quite a few times. It's come up in my Q&A a few times. And No. Like the science says no. Are there guys out there who have experienced this? Yes. Can it be directly correlated to the vasectomy? Jury's still out. So there are guys who get a vasectomy and then they notice either a drop in drive or a drop in the pleasure that they have during sex. But all the research that we have so far says no. Hmm. And personal experience, no my group of friends who have been through this know. so everyone that i know is a no i'm a no the science says it's a no of course there's always going to be right an anomaly an anomaly or two
2: and mm-hmm. also be curious like for those that think or that feel like it did affect it like is that um a mental thing you know like see on,
1: yeah exactly on? for me it would be more psychological than physiological
2: Yeah, psychological, that's the word, not, I mean. Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) All right, two more guy questions. What is the best way to try an orgasm together with your wife? So this is, yeah, this is like a longer question, but my suggestion would be to try and if the wife is the one that takes longer to get there, I would try to get her close first and then work on you and then work on your timing. And it's yeah. not going to be like a one-time thing. It's going to be practice, practice, practice. Mm-hmm. And it's a yeah. pretty good thing to practice. So,
2: <laughs> so have fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And communicate. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, 100%. Because, definitely. yeah, different, at different times – one of you is going to be more aroused than the other and it's going to take longer sometimes like it's not going to just be like a recipe like oh this is exactly how to do it every time it's going to be different and as long as you guys learn to communicate well as you're going through um you're just going to get better as you practice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep
1: all right last question it is important for me to know that my wife is enjoying herself in order to orgasm is this normal Mm -hmm. Well, I'll give Tira's normal answer that she gave earlier. Hmm. Um, but I think this question is kind of getting at something deeper of I don't know that my wife is enjoying herself. Like this guy hmm. wants feedback from the wife that she's enjoying herself. Right. So my comment to the wife would be vocalize it, right? This yeah. is part of communication. Yeah. You can use words, you can use sounds, but do whatever it is that your husband needs for him to know that you're enjoying yourself.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And And for the the husband to let the wife know.
2: That's what I was going to (laughs) say. Okay. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's just essentially he's. Or
1: just read his mind.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you can, but um, it's essentially, he's just like, he knows, he's just very aware of his senses essentially like whatever it is that she's yeah. letting him know that she's enjoying herself that's just giving him that much more pleasure mm-hmm. which is great that's, yeah all right well those are some great questions hopefully we covered mm-hmm. everything and never have to talk yeah. about orgasms ever again <laughs> i'm just kidding. Just kidding just kidding all right i will end us off in prayer so Jesus, thank you so much for this series where we could really just dive into pleasure and orgasms and all those good things. I just ask for your um, your wisdom in navigating these conversations and for couples to just grow closer and have better connection as they navigate this and practice this, that it would be really fruitful and that they would just get to know each other better and um, have really, really, really great times of connection, and conversation. And so I just pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like our content, please like, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And tell your friends too. Thanks so much for journeying with us today as we tackled the hard questions and dive deep into godly intimacy. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to see more of our content and check the show notes for any links we might have mentioned in today's episode. We're so grateful to be on this journey with you, and we can't wait to see you in the next episode.